0: for seafood news you're listening to the seafood news podcast i'm seafood news staff writer amanda buckle and i'm seafood market reporter lauren castiglione this week's episode is brought to you by Erner Berry's reporter the quarterly news magazine for the food industry professional packed with the latest industry headlines analysis and trending articles Contact Advertise at earnerberry.com to be a featured sponsor in the spring edition of The Reporter, which is distributed to thousands of protein industry professionals, including a 5500 bonus distribution to attendees at Seafood Expo North America in Boston. Make sure you are in front of your customers.
1: Well, we are back after a nice four-day break for Thanksgiving, so we hope everyone had a great turkey day with family and friends now, Lauren, did you eat turkey or fish for Thanksgiving dinner?
0: I actually indulged in both, Ooh. bringing U.S. wild-caught brown shrimp cocktail to Thanksgiving, and it oh, was wow. delicious. <laughs> what about yourself? Uh, I should have done that. That was probably a smart move.
1: We uh, we overdo it with fish at Christmas, so we uh, we steered clear of, of fish at no Thanksgiving. Fish? No, I had lasagna. Come on. It's
0: part of your responsibility. I know.
1: I failed. Don't tell anyone. All right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we're happy to be back and uh, I'm happy to have Lauren back on because last week I had to fly solo, <laughs> so I'm sure all our listeners are happy to have me uh, back, back as well. <laughs> but uh, let's dive into it. Uh, this week we're talking about Blue Apron and Costco, Alaska Seafood Marketing Institute's new interim director, the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission shutting down Maine shrimp fishery for three years, California spiny lobster closure. Joyvio buying Australis, Food Trends for
0: 2019, and much more. So let's kick this thing off. All right. Blue Apron's meal kits have been on Costco shelves for less than a year, and now the company is pulling them from the wholesale giant. But it's not what you think. Blue Apron is only temporarily halting their retail pilot program with Costco because of the approaching holiday season. Blue Apron CEO Brad Dickerson sit on an earnings call that Costco needs the shelf space for their holiday offerings, and Blue Apron customers are typically less engaged during the holiday season.
1: I mean, that's a that's a fair response. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you shop at Costco, right? Yes. Okay. Big Costco fan. Oh, same Z's. Yes. Now, and they overdo it for the holidays, so I can understand why they want that retail space, but at the same time, it kind of makes sense that people aren't using their meal kits over the
0: holidays. Well, my first response to this was during the holidays and short weeks, I don't meal plan and cook as much. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the time when people like kind of order out more or could use these meal kits.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, I was I was thinking definitely like ordering out and or going out to eat. Like if I'm out shopping, right. I'm I'm eating out, you know, if I'm doing my holiday shopping. So I feel like I feel like even with a meal kit, if you had it at home, it's just like you get home after a long day. And, That's true. Yeah. You know, that you don't want it. So it kind of makes sense to me. But I can also see that too. At least it's an easy, it's kind of an easy fix. Like you have everything there. You don't have to, you know, worry
0: about what do I have in the house? I don't right. have this meal kit. Um, But I, I thought it was pretty interesting and kind of a smart move. Exactly. So Dickerson added that as 2019 approaches, Blue Apron will resume their retail pilot program with Costco. Uh, and they also hope to expand into new retailers. So while you can't get Blue Apron at Costco right now, you still can order online through WalmartJet.com
1: Or just through Blue Apron, one or the other. Exactly. Uh, so thanks, Lauren. In other news, the Alaska Seafood Marketing Institute, or ASME, has a new interim director. Alexa Tonkovich, who has been executive director of ASME since 2015, announced her resignation a few weeks ago, and the ASME board selected Jeremy Woodrow ASME's current communications program director, as the interim executive director. Uh, Woodrow will help the board select
0: a permanent director. So congrats to Jeremy Woodrow. Bravo. That's when we need that sound clip. What was the sound clip again? I don't know, but like, I like, woo. I think that it was something else. It was like two episodes ago. We Yeah, we wanted a sound clip. So yeah. like, here's some happy
1: news. Yeah, something Come like congrats, that. Congrats, bro you got this We're very <laughs> happy
0: for you oh nice we'll take any of those i hope he's them. listening because that was wonderful <laughs> not everybody gets that jeremy right <laughs> moving along the atlantic states marine fisheries commission voted to shut maine's fishery uh shrimp fishery for three years with Maine department of marine resources representative patrick kelleher voting no and unlike last year's single year closure There will also be no research quota in 2019. Tina Berger, spokesperson for the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission, said that the stock is so low, biomass is so low, and recruitment is also down. She said that their rationale was, let's close the resource for three years, and that way, if we have a good year for recruitment, it would give the class time to grow into a fishable resource. The commission believes that it comes down to two issues, high levels of predation and a decline in environmental conditions due to warming temperatures in the Gulf of Maine.
1: Well, while one fishery closes, another one opens. Uh, California's Department of Fish and Wildlife has lifted the spiny lobster closure in state waters around Anacapa Island in Ventura County. According to the memo from the Office of Environmental Health Hazard Assessment, uh, analysis of spiny lobster samples from uh, by California's Department of Public Health Laboratories indicates that spiny lobster taken from this area no longer poses significant human health risk due to elevated levels of domoic acid. The commercial spiny uh, lobster fishery is now open statewide, and the California Department of Public Health Advisory to Recreational
0: Anglers has been lifted. And just a little fun fact here. Love fun facts. The 2015-2016 season's X vessel total value was almost $16 million. Wow making Spiny Lobster the third highest-grossing fishery in California. So I'm sure all those lobstermen out there are pretty pumped about this news. Yeah, great news. Now, in other news, Legend Holdings, parent company of Lenovo and a major player in the Chinese seafood industry, announced its subsidiary, Jovio Group, has entered into a purchase agreement for Chilean salmon farmer Australis. The value of the deal was $880 million. Australis, traded on the Santiago Stock Exchange, produced 64,000 tons of salmon in 2017, or about 9% of Chilean production. The purchase comes amid other consolidation of the Chilean aquaculture sector, but represents the first purchase by a Chinese firm. In 2017, Australis had a revenue of $399 million and a net profit of $74 million. Joyvio is the food subsidiary of Legend with the leading fruit brands and distribution operation
1: in China and is also the owner of KB Seafood, the former Achilles Brothers, the largest producer of West Australian lobster. Um, Joyvio controls Starfish Food Company, which is China's largest pollock processor and a major shrimp or- importer as well. Um, Legend considers the acquisition of valuable investment in line with the seafood industry's strategies of the company of overseas resources and Chinese consumption, Moving along to some feel-good news. The season of giving is upon us, but for Seashare, the giving season is year-round. So Jim Harmon, the executive director of the nonprofit organization, confirmed that so far this year, Seashare has delivered over 1 million pounds of seafood to those in need. That's fantastic. That's, awesome. That's yeah. really great. Uh, according to Harmon, 20 locations in 16 states, including a truckload of pollock and salmon to Georgia after Hurricane Michael, have received deliveries from Seashare thanks to their partners. Now, since being founded in 1994, SeaShare has donated over 220 million uh, seafood servings to hunger relief efforts, and the nonprofit has been able to continue growing thanks to new partnerships. Harmon said that this past year they uh, have began working with freight carriers, including the U.S. Coast Guard, to distribute more seafood in Alaska. So I think that's I think that's fantastic, and the. NFI's Future Leaders class, which I'm a part of, is uh, also helping C-Share raise money and um, products. So uh, you can keep doing that up until uh, the new year and beyond because people need to eat
0: (laughs) year-round. And I think C-Share needs their own jingle too because that was wonderful news. C-Share, they got good news. (laughs) We can work on on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Can't hit them all out of the park.
1: Right. Mm.
0: (laughs) And in our final story of the day, this year, you're going to want to ring in the new year with Marine Munchies. Mm. Whole Foods market release, their most anticipated and innovative food trends for 2019. And based on their fourth annual trend predictions, 2019 will be the year of seaweed snacks. I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know if I want 2019 to be the year of seaweed (laughs) snacks. Well, don't don't knock it till you try it. Fair enough. According to Whole Foods experts, seaweed snacks rose to popularity a few years ago. However, they expect even more ocean influence in the grocery aisles in the year to come. Shoppers can expect to see things like seaweed butter and kelp noodles. Nation's Restaurant News reported earlier this year, the U.S. consumption of seafood is growing at about 7% a year. While we can find seaweed in appetizers and desserts at some restaurants, more unique items will be hitting the grocery store shelves. Just this past February, Alaska's Barnacle Foods, Kelp Salsa, won the Alaska Symphony of Seafood Juno People's Choice Award. Earlier this fall, Alaska's Kodiak Island Brewing Company created the state's first kelp-based beer. Other trends on Whole Foods' 2019 list include Pacific Rim Flavors, Shelf-Stable Probiotics, Fat Fats, that's (laughs) P-H-A-T Fats, Next Level Hemp, Faux Meat Snacks, Eco-conscious packaging, trailblazing frozen treats, upgraded snack time, and purchases that empower. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty interesting list. I just, the thing with seaweed snacks is, like, I guess I've
1: never really had any, but I just feel like they'd be super salty. I'm not, like, a big salt fan. I'm more of a sweet.
0: I mean, I've tried them before, just, like, the little sheets, but Um, they're... uh, What do they taste like? uh, I mean, it just tastes like dried seaweed. seaweed. So I'm hoping that the innovation kind of... Yeah. brings them up a a little bit the, the, sa- the
1: salsa from from alaska's barnacle foods that sounds good yeah like that that kind of makes sense to me the kelp noodles i can get a bore with that yeah i'm not for sure. sure about the seaweed butter i think i i would be down for that yeah yeah mm. i mean i just started eating coconut butter it's like coconut oil based butter uh-huh. it's from i can't believe it's not butter because it's I can't, I can't, I can't, <laughs> but, but anyway, I'm, I, I mean, I guess it's interesting to try new things, but, uh, I mean, 7% a year, I don't, I don't think that's a huge leap, but I guess it's still, uh, you know, still growing. Yeah. I so, think it's encouraging. Well, you know, you're right, but now I'm not going to knock it until I try it. <laughs> So while we uh, take a break until next week, I'm gonna go dig up some seaweed snacks. But yeah, uh, yeah. that wraps up our show. Uh, once again, this week's episode was brought to you by Erna Reporter, the quarterly news magazine for the food industry industry professionals. Sorry, I stuttered there. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, see you back here next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
0: <laughs> bye.